0: so the culture of hip-hop
1: what does it mean to you
0: okay um i'm gonna do french english it doesn't matter i'm gonna mix okay um for me it's love it's passion it's longevity and it's power
2: Hmm.
0: that's what hip-hop is for me
3: what he said
2: Wow. Hi, my name is Lynn Worrell. I'm the founder of a community organization called Word, writing our rhymes down, and I am a youth worker at the Calful Jeunesse Emploi of NDG.
1: Hi, my name is Carl Thomas. I'm a community worker for Prevention Codinege NDG, and welcome to The Depth.
2: The Depth, a podcast about community service work in your neighborhood.
4: That's the beauty right there, just as bad as you... Uh, I feel like hip-hop too is a lot of resilience Mm -hmm. and uh, right now we just talked and they didn't even present themselves Uh we didn't even present them but I feel it's a great example of what hip-hop is too is that we'll put the people in front Mm -hmm. because everything is for the people Mm -hmm. empowering the people so I feel that right now we just had a great example of what we always do of putting people in front, cause that's what we represent the people. So just before we continue, and with my other question, I would like to present them, cause it would that uh, it would not make sense if I don't present them. So beside me, I have my sister right there. I said it before. I presented you before when nobody was there, but now everybody's there. So I gotta <laughs> say it again. But for real, this sister right there, killing it on the dance floor. She's a great musician, singer too. Like out of this world like for real for real and she's been doing a lot i know through conversation i know you've touched many styles and even martial arts you've touched martial arts. capoeira don't even try it don't try it you know you don't know, run away you're not running away from that one i listen when you talk yes so my home girl right there lady c yes yes Hi. my other sister right there, man, I had the privilege of meeting her maybe like about five, six years ago, uh, great, again, artist, dancer, and somebody that goes outside and wreck. Yeah, 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 I see you, I see you, sister. Yeah, my other sister right there, See. Yeah. Yes, yes. Hey, the mother, yeah, that's the mother, for real, for real. Uh, Just by uh, the way she lived and the way that she, without fear, speared into her career, putting herself in uncomfortable positions, got recognition from pioneers, originators. Uh, She did a lot for us without her name it's impossible to talk about Montreal and not talk about this person. So, I love this sister. I love her, I seriously a second mom for us. And this sister, Tash! Yeah! Yeah! yeah, yeah. Hey, now, nah, yeah. bro, come on now. You need 10,000 million flowers, brother. Yo, I'm gonna say, quick, 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 DKC, yo, this one here, rare breed, rare one, we don't get a lot of people like this, does a lot for us, man, love you, brother, Mm. that's another father for us, too, and my question is that we asked you what hip-hop meant to you, but more personally, in those 50 years of hip-hop, how did you find yourself, uh, uh, falling in love With this form of art Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. Boom. I think the first
0: The first time I fall in love with hip hop I think I saw Some dancers On TV for sure Like everybody else on TV Soul Train American Best Dance I saw Breaking, B Street I saw all those movies So for sure I, I fall in love like but before I saw those movies, as I used to live in the neighborhood and I used to see the two guys I used to hang with, but they used to dance. I used to be into rock music. I used to love Kiss, Super True and all that kind of stuff in the 70s, 80s. But when I saw them dance, the first time I saw them dance, I go, I gotta try that. I knew you had it in me, but I didn't know what kind of dance they were doing? First thing, I didn't know what kind. But I used to love Motown music, so James Brown, all that kind of music. I used to love it. The Jackson fight for sure, for sure. When I saw Michael, I wanted to do the glide. I wanted to do everything he did. i had Jerry a curl and look like Michael. and dressed like Michael. I did all that stuff. I mean, I mean, Michael is one of the men that, that I think all of us saw. And we loved it. We had to do it. We had to try to do it the way he did. it. Not everybody wanted to dress like Michael, but <laughs> but to be to, to dance like right. Michael, you had to dress like Michael. You had to have a Jerry Curl. You had to have a yeah. look like that. So after after the Jackson, I started hanging in little s- um, s- uh, Friday night dance, you know, at school, high school used to see guys dancing, I tried to challenge them, but I didn't know how to dance that much, but I knew I had to go. So I met a guy named Ben, Ben Wilshire from New Energy, but before New Energy, I met him. He used to come to my school and challenge us. So, you know, he was one of the first guys that I saw pop, like, live, because I see pop on TV, I see popping like, on video, or VHS, but, like, that's the first guy I saw. So I was amazed. He was a funny guy, strong guy. His pop was so hard. And I saw another guy named Charlie, Asian guy from um, from Montreal North. That's another guy. Was first time I saw him. I see him do wave and stuff like we. He used to smoke, but I still smoke right you now. So every time I see him dance, I was like, "Oh fuck!" See what he does? It look like water. It looked like man. I, and we, me and my boy Pierre, Pierre Pupall, we used to sit, just look at him for like, for like two or three hours. How oh, he does that shit? How oh, he does those waves? And I had, a, I had some friend from uh, New York. He used to come every summer, teach us a little move, ticking, ticking. For, for like eight months I had to deal with that that's the only move I
2: knew
0: that's the move I had to deal with that for like to to next summer wait for my boy to come back teach me new move teach me another move wow. oh you could do that but you could do pa. Pop, 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 pop.
2: Oh shit. Oh I can be shit
0: off. You know? So every time he was coming, I had the new move. Or oh, every time I was watching the solid go uh, not soul train. So I used to see the dancer. So I used to see the locker. I didn't know it was locking. I said, well, what are they doing? That missed shit. Point, point, point. I said, what is that? For well, me? I used to love breaking. So I used to look for a guy with a can go somewhere dancing oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm focused on that guy. I'm sure he's gonna do a move. The only thing he used to do just say And I go, oh, oh you see what he did? Okay, let's take it. Take We won. We won just for that. Just for a move. We didn't know how to do it. Yeah. So every time I was watching, every Saturday, waiting for that show, a solid goal, so hope we're gonna see some dancer and one point breaking came the movie no no i think i saw i don't know if you remember danny uh the that the theater paris on uh uh downtown St. Yeah, yeah. but they they brought the movie in 1979 or 80 a movie called wild style yeah. so it was only a quick in the movie mm-hmm. all the black people knew all the Latino knew. Okay, that's a hip hop movie. Okay, let's go see. So, when I saw that movie, I go, oh, they spin in the bag. They spin everywhere. I gotta go to New York. I gotta go see. So, I went to New York. I saw a guy spinning his bag. I thought he had a plate.
2: Mm.
0: I really thought he had a plate. I came back to Montreal. And I said, yo, I saw a guy spinning his bag. He had a plate or it something. It's impossible. He was spinning it crazy. So, I th- I th- I'll show you how he did it. So, that's what I did. <laughs> so I thought Top Rock. Okay, for the podcast <laughs> right now, DKC's about I t- I t- to bust a t- move. Yeah. I thought Top <laughs> Rock. I t- Top Rock t- was running, so I run and I jump on my back and and it spin. You, know? you gonna <laughs> <know? You don't laughs> jump on your back, oh my God! <laughs> it. So that's a, that's how I stopped my first time.
4: Uh, that's wow. a dumb story, though. Wow. Dumb story. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: A lot of that too, <laughs> same, but soul train for sure. But for me, it was a, a bit different. I I was born and raised in Montreal North and Montreal North, as you know, in the late seventies. I'm 70, like, I was born in 71. So already we had lots of gangs. We had, you know, the masterpiece and the Bellanger, And the, um, so I was in the mix of that. And dance was the one thing that we all love that would bring us together. So no matter, like, of course there was a lot of tension. There's a lot of racism. There was a lot of, um, you know, people, you know, walking on eggshells all the time because really, what we, what we, we were discovering this new thing that's called. I mean, we didn't call it hip hop yet, right? It was just there was, we didn't have that word. We spoke French, yeah. um, and it was very what we saw on TV, we would, we would try to recreate it. And the first people to recreate it, to be able to do a backspin, to be able to do everything that he just said, were the crown kings and queens of the school, right? Yeah, so yeah. you go back to the dance, the Friday night dance, you, that you save your allowance to go to the dance to practice these moves that you saw on TV, that you see everywhere, that, you know, like. On Soul Train, the movie, maybe Flash Dance or Wild South or Beat Street, or the there's so many, yeah. right? Breakin'. Of course, me for me was breaking. But we had, it, it was all organic. It was the culture. is You go to roller skating, we used to go to Palladium, Barry de Montigny, when it was called Barry de Montigny. And we used to go skate, and they had a DJ. And the DJ, we'd have requests, and then we'd get, take the skates off, and we on go on the stage and break, mm. and try to break, <laughs> because we didn't have the keys, and it's true, we'd go to New York, you know, and our cousins or whoever in your family that lived in New York would go there, bring back some beats, you know, like, like, Literally, like with your tape cassette, and try to record whatever. you Some have. people
1: here don't know what's a tape cassette. Yeah,
2: but we,
3: you know, we had the boombox. It was like this lifestyle. Go to the park. You had your boombox. You know, you had your tape cassette. You're making mixes. You're asking friends to like bring back mixes from New York because they had the music first, and then we get it like maybe six months later, it was very long, you know, and it would play on the radio, but the radio would only play the popular songs and it was like, you know, you turn the channel, true story, you know, beat it, beat it, beat it, change channel, beat it, beat it, beat it, it you know, and we were like, like that one song was popular, but really the music video, like the Friday night videos, where you yeah. just sit there, yeah, yeah, watch right. the video, wait, like the whole night, it's like white night, so remember that? And then, and then you're sitting there and you beg your parents to let you watch TV all night because it would play, you know, the whole section in a loop and then it would bring it back. So you know you would catch the video with the dance move once again after you watch it again. You know, like you just had to stay up. So sometimes play it played three times, four times a night, the same selection of videos. So eventually you'd had to learn by watching. And there was no like we had beta, but that was later. There was no beta at that moment. That came, you know, then the VHS. But even that, like going to rent any movies, you'd have to wait your turn to get that movie out of there because it was So many of us, but so few movies, so few, uh, we didn't have access, there's no internet. So, for me, it was really cultural, community, as she said, you're just, in Montreal art, you know, instead of like, creating more trouble, some of us, I was a good girl, but still, I was surrounded by bad boys, you know, and I want to learn, so I had to learn from some of these gang members, you know, and some of them are, you know, like, we're, amazing dancers but it was that thing where i want to learn i'm going to do what i can to just you know sit next to the person and like trying to understand what they're doing Mm. and and there was no um book there was no playbook there was nothing to tell us this is what you have to do maybe there was a record with like how to break dance and the word break dance is not even something that we use today because it's not a right word. It's breaking. It's b-boying. It's b-girling. But the distortion of the culture was kind of seeping through. Mm. But we didn't know. All we wanted to do was dance, mm. and dance literally saved us. It saved me from Montreal art, from the gang culture, from you know all of the 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 hard stuff that I we had to witness, especially at that time as teenagers, riots like we've seen it, right? And and basically, it was always stemming from race, you know? People did not like that black people had their thing, that had their curly Dr- Dr- curls, that, you know, a lot of mixing, of a couple mixings, that was a hard thing. But for us, that was a culture, like everybody was starting to love what we did. And that was a way to show everyone, hey, look, you know i'm not just black, I can dance, and then they give you your stars because you could dance and that was like a way it was like our little armor, you know like oh, you didn't like me last week, but look at what it can do mm. and then all of a sudden, they like you, oh, the girl that can dance, oh, the person that won this contest, oh da da da, da. and so in one way, it was great, and then the double edge of the sword was not so great, mm. of course, because you identify. And you become, you know, you define yourself by this, this, this culture and sometimes you run, you run into walls. So you have to prove and prove and prove your worth and that was hard. But at the same time, it got me out of the ghetto. Hip-hop got me out of the ghetto. The dance got me out of the ghetto where I saw myself with new possibilities. I want to go to LA. I want to go visit New York. I want to, you know, do what they do on TV. I want to meet Michael Jackson. I, and so I, I had these dreams playing in Loop 2, just like the videos, you know, the music videos. I was like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to go there. And nobody in the 80s, not even my parents, would understand I want to be a street dancer. They'd be like, that's not a thing,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know, especially not in the 80s. It's not a career choice, but I knew that that's what I want to do. And, and I never wavered. That's
5: it. So. Uh, I just want to tell this quick because it's really relevant to this situation right now. Um, so, the first time I ever saw hip hop, I think, was in Chaos Videos yeah. on Much Music. Mm-hmm. And he had real dancers, like real B Boys, B Girls, Poppers, Lockers. So, I just remember the same thing, like waiting for the video to come. Mm-hmm and just like absorbing everything I could, but it was really foreign to me. But the first time I ever saw it in real life, uh, I'm from Calgary, a small town just south of Calgary, so we took a family vacation to Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> and I was down at the old port, you know, we're tourists, we're doing the touristy things, and then all of a sudden I hear this music, and I go over and there's this group that's dancing, yeah, I know. and there's a girl and there's a few guys, one of them's got white gloves on, do like boogaloo shit, and I was like, what is that? And I was just so enamored. And I never forgot that day, I remember my mom took a picture of me with this group, and I was like 14, I think, or 13. And then, you know, she put it in a scrapbook somewhere and I forgot about it. Years later, I'm like learning from like the boogaloos and the lockers and I just had this crazy trajectory, this wild ride. And along the way, I'm like meeting all these people, I moved to Montreal for a minute, all this stuff, and then one day I was thinking about that time, like I probably know who those dancers are. Yeah, so right. I went and looked for the photo, CKC <laughs> yes. Freezer, Dazzle, Smoothie wasn't there, it was their crew called Flow Rock. Mm. And I had become friends with all these people, like actual friends with these people at one of the times. Zig was there that day too. Mm. And so that's the part about this culture and that's why I say community and just like the the lineage and the... Mm. just that full circle thing that happens when we pass this stuff down. is just like one of the most beautiful things about the culture and that's what I really fell in love with back then. Mm. And then when I saw that full circle, and that's happened so many times through my journey, that would. That's what continuously makes me fall in love with it too. Mm-hmm. You know? And I just think that's such a beautiful part of it because, like, these people are my family. Mm-hmm. You're my family, you know. So I, uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that one because. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question yeah. for you,
6: You want time. to talk <laughs> it? I can.
2: Feeling stuck about your professional life not sure if this is the right job for you looking for a job why don't you come by the CalFour Jeunesse Emploi of Notre Dame de Grasse we're part of a larger network for people between the ages of 15 and 35 however the CalFour in NDG is the only one on the island of Montreal that offers services for 35 and older or check us out at cje-ndg.com that's cje-ndg.com call us at 514 482 6665. If you press zero, you'll get our front desk. And our address is 6370 Sherbrooke West, right near Benny and Sherbrooke. Hope you are well. Hope we can offer you some ideas on how to get unstuck. Take care.
1: So I got a question for the youngest person on this panel. That's me. So, <laughs> over 50 years, we've seen hip hop transcend to what? music, dance, now it's high fashion, it's on TikTok. Jeez. It's uh, am I saying it right? So it's trending, it's all over the world, everywhere you go. Hip-hop has influenced so much, not only culture, but food, and, and it became well, I just I just phrased it, it became a culture for you. How do you not only view hip-hop, but where do you think it could go, grow? And again, for you. Ooh. Where do I think it could go? It's
6: a loaded question. Are you on TikTok? No. Wow. Uh, okay. I'm just gonna segue everything together. I'm born and raised in Nigeria. And I moved here when I was 13 years old. So, um, I had more of an affinity to hip-hop music before ever I saw the dance and uh, actually someone who's sitting on this panel is a great reason why I'm still here today, Caroline, um, who became my mentor when I was super young and like showed me the ropes and so on and so forth. L- longevity, is <laughs> my voice cracking up? <clears throat> Whoa. Um, where I think this hip-hop culture can go, it, it is reflective of that journey the fact that someone, a young child from Nigeria who had no idea what this dancing or this music would come to mean for more than just me, but for this a whole, the whole world. Mm. The fact that I feel like it can push past the arbitrary things that we define ourselves with. Yeah. Yeah, like you talked about race and so on and so forth, I think it, it can transcend those arbitrary things, it already is on its way. Yeah. Look at the 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 nature of this panel alone, right? So, I think to come from a place where, like I said, the music I didn't I didn't even know what was what. I'm watching Michael Jackson, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> um, the mix was is wild on television. Like, hey, okay, that's cool, but. I to move here and to become a part of something that's so much bigger than myself, I think that's what hip hop is, is and continues to be about. It's about pushing past like the singular and becoming about. Yeah, it's it's, it's inclusive. It's past us. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that made any sense. It's just pouring out of me. Yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah, I think it's it's wow.
4: I I don't have a word to sum it up. Yeah. But sometimes things don't have words. You already said it without having to say it. Perfect. Question. Question. We're while we're in this, you know, uh, we're talking about direction that hip hop is gonna is taking and uh, how we feel about it. Uh, what when it comes to hip hop, what do you think are the roles of the different generations? Uh, do we hold the same positions? Uh, is there a certain hierarchy, uh, uh, in the sense of the manner that information is given? How do we go about that? Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. Anybody could answer. Like it's a question for anybody, for real. So great question. <laughs> um, well, for me, one thing I've noticed, and
3: being fifty-two now. I've been through...
1: um, Who's 52? Yeah, who's 52? I am. You? Yeah. But, he's old
3: you.
0: I'm a young 58.
3: 58. There you go. So, but I had, I remember being 15 or 13. I remember being 20, and I remember my elders, when I was in my 20s, just like, don't do it. Don't do that. Do it this way, you know? And now I'm becoming sometimes that elder. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Don't do that, you know, like, and it's so interesting. I realize as I'm aging, like, well, it's growing older. It's not aging. Um, that I'm closest to the youth now that I'm older, mm. because that's the only way that I don't, that the knowledge doesn't become stagnant. Mm is that the youth comes and they have all these questions and they, they make all these mistakes and i remember making this, these same mistakes right. and because my i have good memory i'm like <laughs> oh i remember when this person said da da da, da 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 you can't do that and i was like i'm going to party dance and do it, have a time and i'm going to dance fast and i don't care if you don't like it my OG i'm going to still do it because that's my time and we love to dance fast and they were like, oh this music is whack and this is whack and we can't stand it. There's no musician and we were just like hey, 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 hey. <laughs> So so that that's it always comes back and I'm like but at the same time I was always like I remember seeing you on TV, or I'd be like going to LA and meeting like the creator of Locking and asking him so many questions. And even though they were like, "No, that's not the way," there was a part of me that was like, "Okay, I'm still gonna do my thing," but I'd always go back to check,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know, getting the keys because I knew. I remember seeing them on TV. I remember seeing them on Soul Train. I sought them, you know. I like that's what I do. I always seek. I want to know every detail about these dances, from the moment I was a kid. And in this moment, when I realized, it's the only, it's the youth that keeps me going, mm. you know. Me and Dickie come from a rehearsal today while we're touring, and we're exhausted. And these young breakers, like, spinning, and you know, they don't stop, they did a battle yesterday, day, and, and we're just like, oh my God. But then I told them, remember what I said today? I said, yeah, but that was us, mm. 20 years ago. 30 years ago. And if, let's say, soul crazy Spood did not come and ask us to be part of this this show, maybe we'd, we'd still be doing what we do, but we, we wouldn't be on stage passing, passing on the keys. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I'm the bridge mm-hmm. with my elders in LA or in New York because I'm still young. They're like 70. Mm-hmm. But here in Montreal, since it's 50 years, we're the elders, which is weird, right? And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, no, I'm not the elder. Like my elders are over there in the States Mm -hmm. because street dance, even though we're in Canada, we're still guests within the American culture Mm -hmm. of street dance, but we do have a very strong thing here. But for me, without the kids, I always say, we have to love trap Mm -hmm. because trap, is the same thing as what, you know, New Jack Swing was for us back in the day. So I can't tell them, no, don't do that, when I was like, I'm going to do it anyways. (laughs) And I'm glad I did it because party dancing and what we did is part of hip-hop culture. The codes, the vocabulary, the terminology is all within hip-hop culture and the dance now. So it's always full circle. Mm Always, always. Mm. It's secular. Every like for, for us, it's like every ten years, mm. maybe sometimes less. You know, like you see a new generation with a new <laughs> genre of music, and you just have to adapt. And if we don't adapt, you die. You mm. you you disappear. You're not listened to. You're not remembered. And I think that that's the key: is that the eldest generation has to be closest to the newest, and the bridges are people like you, dark who are bringing us together here on the panel, mm. who are bringing the the singers who are... I grew up with this amazing band, I was like tagging along, I was a groupie,
2: mm.
3: tagging along to all their shows, mm. l- dancing. So that's what I'm saying, you know, like you need other people to gel things together, mm-hmm. right? And it's like there's so many roles, so many hats. One woman asked me one time, it's like, you guys in the street dance culture, you really wear a lot of hats. Because <laughs> one minute we're like dancer, next minute we're organizer, next minute we're in a battle, next minute we're like singing, you know, like <laughs> on the stage. Like there's so many hats, sometimes we're a you know, rehearsal director, choreographer, this, that, and we never stop. And whereas in other things, there's like very specific, you're doing this and you're doing that, and you have a job. We're just like, you know, switching, sharing. Sharing the the keys together and yeah. so i I really think that we are we cannot we have to coexist but we cannot mm-hmm. we're there's no men on one island you know mm-hmm. like there is no such thing mm-hmm. you know there's in hip hop mm-hmm. there is no such thing as like
6: I'll say real quick, for the youth, it's like the arrogance of youth, you know what I mean? You're like, I'm real fast, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm real fast. Yeah, look at my footwork, fast, yeah, can't catch me. Um, (laughs) I'm moving, but (laughs) um, I've had it happen where like, there are just times where you need to find meaning more than just how, how physically able you are in this culture and it's always your elders and the ones before you who show you the the path. Maybe not further than what you can see, but for the moment, they show you a clearer path than what you can see, because things become muddy every once in a while. And that physicality that you lean on, it can leave you, you know what I mean? So, um, I think it's folks like this who, like, make it full
5: circle for the young ones and push it forward yeah I think the only thing I would really add to that is like roles in terms of um, age is one thing. Another thing that I know I've personally run into is roles in terms of like okay, what style do you do? Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of people try to like stick me in one box and yeah. not allow me to be like, oh maybe I want to try multiple dance styles maybe mm-hmm. I want to try singing maybe I want to see if I can do graffiti maybe yeah. I can you know try out all these elements of of such a large um, culture with so many different amazing things you know and maybe you feel called to just one maybe you feel called to two mm-hmm. maybe a lot you know so I think those roles sometimes uh, a lot of people have things to say about like staying in your lane mm-hmm. and yeah. choosing a lane and I can definitely say that's not something that I do. Yeah, but you know it depends who you ask so yeah yeah I love
1: that um, I- I see the crowd. I see the crowd. Daniel I'm coming to you. Wait, am I gonna make it? You're gonna make it. I'm gonna make You're it.
7: it. Hello. Hello. So it's interesting. I'm. Uh, thank you, Carl. Johnny the Panel. I I was enlightened to everything uh, having been in the Caribbean, East Africa, Latin America. But my my best story, which which comes to like transcendence of the type of music and especially the evolution mm. so when i was at university of mcgill uh, i had a random presentation from a man named bob white oh my god a very overweight white guy <laughs> who decided to go to the congo to discover music mm. specifically for health reasons but the, to discover the evolution of congolese music and its influence in west africa southern africa and east africa and its and its influence within hip hop, and uh, I think it's just briefly to say, it was a testament to be like I had experienced it, you know, in East Africa, uh, in New York and Montreal, but also in in, uh, in the Caribbean. But to have been explained to it, to explained by a guy named Bob White <laughs> in an amphitheater at McGill, who spent many years uh, being judged as someone who obviously doesn't know anything about hip hop but was very interested in its evolution and its impact from North America into Central Africa and therefore after Central Africa into West, North Africa and obviously the world. Um, It it explains like if you look at African music now and its development, for me, which is something that I follow closely, uh, unable to follow. Uh, My first physical experience was at Father Mac, if any of you know where Father Mac. High school was yeah. in Central across from Lauren Hill, and there was uh, quite, a, quite a few feuds between Lauren Hill and Father Mac, which is now Adult Education Center. But you show up as a twelve-year-old at Father Mac dance, and you don't know what's happening. Uh, was, it was a great impact on me? But uh, I think that for me, the, to the question that you asked about, you know, where you see hip hop going. The part about seeing Bob White explain to me Congolese music and its influence on the world Mm. was something that it's going to come from everywhere and it's come from anywhere, Mm. Mm. and you really have to embrace that kind of uh, that kind of uh, that impact that it can have on your life, and you don't know how it will. Mm. So, and I think you've all explained it very well Mm. uh, and much more eloquently than I can. (laughs) Are you doing your thing? uh,
1: Thank you, Carl. I just wanted to (laughs) see that part about Bob White. I want to get spicy. I want to get spicy. I want to create beef oh on this God. panel okay. a little bit. Wait, wait, wait. You we're guys are so nice? No, no. Is no not right. Right. Yeah. That's your name, Smith? Like,
2: yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, we're okay. Sure. Okay. we're so, like, we're, we're, where? 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 Another an OG. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I wanna get spicy, not the the Mm, dancer spicy. Um, and I wanna ask personal questions based on not who's the best dancer on this panel, but who's your favorite dancer that you ever saw dancing?
6: (laughs) Yeah, just go Who's
1: your favorite artist, dancer, hip hop pioneer or upcoming guy that or girl? upcoming <laughs> whichever like who's the best dancer that you saw that you were like and I'm not talking about famous people I'm talking about like oh, okay. like the best dancer that you've seen you know oh, what let's go upcoming how about that oh. who's the best dancer that you've seen lately I not the best
6: dancer recently? that I know but no upcoming shout out to
1: names let's go I want to hear that
6: wow
1: we get yeah, but I'm talking about group. my 80s Charlie
0: Charlie Asian guy from Mon- Montreal Nord He's, to me, he was the best popper I saw. After that, I saw better, but like, at that time, he was the best popper I saw. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Today, today, well, to me, it's one guy in my group, or two, three guys in my group, I think they, yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, Wally, that and B.B. Uh, Man. I think they the new uh, popper in Montreal, even in the province, even in Canada. B-boy wise, but I'm gonna pick up my crew. <laughs> Lex crew. But, but I think guys like uh, Sweet Techniques, that's B-boy crew, or uh, um, Stalker Rock, uh, that's, B- that's crew from Montreal, B-boy from Montreal. They they the, they the new guys right now. And uh, from Toronto, Ottawa, B-boy is him, you know? <laughs> the brothers, Mark. JC that's Fresh, the yo.
6: That's, well, that's what DKT is <laughs> <laughs> about. That's if you don't know what he is like
4: one. this. <laughs> I, I'm gonna name one. He chooses who he wants. I'm gonna name
3: one because I always come to his name when I teach. At one point, his name is Brian Green. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's a good Why Brian Green? It's it's because I've he came to Montreal, he taught us, but I've been around him. I went to the house dance conference. This guy can do I don't know how many how many how many art forms. Yeah. He can do like probably 15, 16, but all of them at a high level.
2: Mm.
3: I'm not joking when I say this is like whacking, locking, popping, ballet, jazz, tap, swing, this, that, like like It's one of those things where you look at a dancer and you think about versatility but you think also at a high level Mm. and for me he was you know the one that I was like I want to be like that I want to be able to do all of these things at a high level all of these art forms and dance forms at a high level for me it's not a style anymore when you meet Brian Green it's Mm. a form like you could see it it's like it's embedded and it's grounded and he's tough he's a tough teacher Mm. but I learned so much not just from um, seeing him dance and you know literally being whacked in the cipher by him because he's (laughs) whacking so hard and it's like it's painful but his um, want to empower the culture and be like hey every event I'm going to do, I'm gonna give 10% uh, to Blue Sam and 10% to Don Campbell Lock camp mm-hmm. And from that, I had a blueprint. I said, when I'm gonna organize the locking camp, I'm gonna make sure I have my OGs with me. I'm gonna give money to my OGs. Like this blueprint that he instilled in me. Even though he doesn't know he did that, the way he drilled us, I drilled my students. Like, he gave me so many keys without even knowing he gave me keys. Mm. So I have to shout him out because for me, um, you know, when I have students in India that don't understand what I'm trying to teach them musically or or dance-wise, and then he 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 goes to India and then he puts the nail in and they're like, oh, that's what you meant, Tash. But now they get it from, the guy you know and I'm like it takes sometimes one person that has that role to like really embed things in people and I think that he does that to mm-hmm. Mandy, even though he's like you ain't getting it today but <laughs> that's what he says to all of us but I mean that's the guy
6: yeah are we all answering uh, <laughs> I'm too young for this like you can't you can't do that to me okay I'm, I'm not even gonna go street dance Somebody's going to hear this and be like, yo, I heard. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I don't want the smoke. Um, <laughs> I'll say someone that, in watching him, like really changed my idea of timing, like dance-wise. It's a Savian Glover, oh, a tap yes. dancer. Um, huge, huge uh, inspiration and like left a, a footprint or a blueprint in me. Mm-hmm. As as far as like what you can do with playing with your pocket, your timing, your your impact with what you're listening to in real time. Um, so yeah, and of course the the film um, it's escaping yes. me right now. Tap. Tap? tap, tap, tap. Film's called tap. You know, there's this scene. It's called the challenge scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. he gets schooled by the old heads. I mean, yeah, yeah. They all gang up on him and just. Ripping the shreds, but you know it's also a reminder. No matter how good you are, your your old heads will always put you in place. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that film and, and him himself been huge
2: for me. Um,
5: I'll say uh, th- three. If I can say three. All right. Uh, first person that really blew my mind was and Pete. Um, mm-hmm. Just seeing this guy dance in front of me, especially at this time, which is like 2003, 4, It was just like a special time for Papa Pete, if anyone yeah. has followed his mm-hmm. trajectory. Um, just seeing muscles that I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's right. Because I, I got to be up close, you know, like in a class like this. <laughs> yes. And I was seeing things in his back muscles that I was like, how? how I don't even understand how to make my brain one of Move that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, and then also just the way that he was dancing at that time was just really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is Link, yeah. which might sound obvious, but there's just something so ingrained in his body that yeah. is just from years of doing that dance and yeah. his musicality was just something that I think now we've had the privilege of seeing it so much. Mm-hmm. But he was really one of the first people to really break music down in mm-hmm. such a intricate way, I think, in mm-hmm. hip-hop. Um, And then the last one is actually also a tap dancer, it's Jimmy Slide, Mm. And the way this man moves is just like so innovative and so special and um, just so relaxed and effortless and I just am so inspired by him. Mm. He often dances with live musicians, which is something I really like doing as well. Mm. Um, Upcoming, which I don't know if we answered, but upcoming dancer, I don't know if we consider her an upcoming dancer anymore. But it's Kosi. Oh. Hey! For real, it's Kosi. Hey. I think she's just now like busting through the door of hey. the world. And maybe it's been a few years now that I can't call her upcoming, but... Hey! I still think, I still consider her young. Hey! In my mind, you're still like 20 years old forever. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am. But yeah, so I would say Kosi's, yeah. Yeah, I want to battle Kosi too. Uh oh! Yeah. Wait, now, wait, you wait. know, that's the connection <laughs> we have, yeah.
4: that, and I told her, yeah. I told her, I'm a father of five, so I kind of slowed down, it's you. but I'm coming back, that's and I said, when I'm coming back, <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the beauty about what we do, is that it's like sparring, just like martial arts, yeah. we're able to, out of respect, give everything we have against each other so that we want to get to a high level the next time we meet, you know, mm. so the true win is showing up, mm-hmm. and the second win is if win, you win. Know? <laughs> <laughs> but the true win is showing up, so... Uh, when I say this, it's in all respect and love, because I got to... Did we get to battle Oh, so I want to battle you too. <laughs> I battled DKC. I don't want to battle Tash. You would smoke me. So it's all good, <laughs> I'm joking with you. But now for real, on va finir avec... Je sais que question pour nous.
8: Hein vas-y bon moi je vais casser votre but donc je vais parler en français parce que lui c'est trop moqué de moi maintenant j'ai des complexes donc on va parler en français j'ai deux questions la première question tout à l'heure quand on était dehors il euh, y avait une conversation qui a, qui a commencé vous, avez, vous nous avez expliqué que le hip hop il a le hip hop à Montréal si je dis bien on me rattraper a commencé ici Est-ce que vous pouvez nous expliquer un peu plus parce que j'ai trouvé c'était super intéressant. Et puis la deuxième chose, on a un juge. It's okay. No, no. <rire> I'm in your house.
5: Okay. ok. Ok.
8: La deuxième question, c'est que on a un jury qui est totalement féminin et puis on est content aussi.
5: Woo-hoo ça c'est pas mal.
8: Ça franchement. J'apprécie beaucoup. J'ai hâte de vous voir demain. Et puis est-ce que vous pouvez nous expliquer aussi. Ben, qu'est-ce que représente aussi euh, le côté féminin dans le hip-hop Comment ça évolue Et puis, ben, est-ce que vous voyez que ça bouge en fait Est-ce qu'il y a plus de filles qui rentrent dedans C'est-ce, Comment vous le sentez en fait le le, le hip-hop et puis euh, les femmes
4: uh, to, to the translation, uh, she's she's asking how do you feel that uh, the women in hip-hop, the whole, uh, how do you say this, the path, the, 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 the energy, the, the growth, the, the respect, because uh, it's true that we wanted, that was one of the main things that I said, I wanted to have a whole all, all women cast, because okay. we don't see you girls, women, enough. Mm. And I feel that 50 years of birth that we're celebrating, birth doesn't happen without mm. women. So mm. at the same time, I wanted to put you guys in the forefront mm. with, of course, my OGDKC. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys, do you see the question? Yeah. Perfect. Let's go. Uh, the first question she asked me about um, when I said, because we were outside with the, the
3: musicians, And I mean, they're my elders, right? They're 60s, you know, like they're up there. And and when I said hip hop started here, I meant started with this family, right? These musicians. As you said, it's not just hip hop, even though it's 50 years old. What we know of hip hop, all the samples, all the things comes from that music from the past. When she's naming Jimmy Slider, she's naming uh, Sabian Glover, those are tap dancers, hoofers, right? Mm. The real term, that have done so much that, you know, we've taken all of these things. And one thing that, that when I say it started here, it started in this community. Mm. I met Danny, the singer, mm. who's my ex. Yes, we have a daughter to- together, you know, but I met him through Danny you know because that's Danny's best friend mm-hmm. and so this you know and I met Ben because Danny's best other best friend you know like and. Huh? Yeah, not really. They fight a lot, you know. But I no, but we raise our kids together. Mm. You know, we raised our kids. You know, when I had to do a gig, when I went to see James Brown, he babysat my daughter. Mm. You know, and it's that thing, it's that community thing. That's how it allows us to grow. Is that mm. community? Like, can you take care of my kids? I'm gonna do this gig. They're coming to see me at the old port. We're breaking our backs, you know. So it is this thing it's here we built it in Quebec although in Montreal like it's not New York Mm. you know but the things it's the same story you know no matter it's like you know family friends brothers sisters kids all my kids dance, his kids dance, you know? And we share the tools and and that's why I say it started here. It's like, it was really like, because I'm like, oh my God, I haven't been, I've been in Vegas, living in Vegas for 17 years and I'm back in Montreal now. And my first gig is with those people I was running around town with at Checkers Club, (laughs) watching these singers sing. Mm. and dancing my ass off you know, as a street dancer so that's why I say it started here mm. when it comes to women, I really um, I'm going to keep it short I think that we we are mothering this culture a lot and nobody sees it sometimes and I thank you for mm. having us here um, because we are often in the background organizing things, making sure you know, things go right hooking up you know, yeah. when I was at Flo Rock, I was like doing the paperwork and I was doing like was doing okay everything. Yeah, like I was like translating, you know, flights and you know, trying to get the tour going and hmm. I'm not the only woman who does that. There's many, many women that are not seen, you know mm-hmm. um, for the work that they do for hip hop. And for me this year was really special because it was one of those things where fiftieth year of hip hop I was invited to New York hmm. to teach locking. And that for me was full circle because I'm like, this is what I've worked my whole life. And then on the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, I am in New York with Buddha Stretch, with these guys linked, you know, teaching with these guys that, are like, that I was watching in the Michael Jackson videos, that I was, you know, idolizing and learning from with my eyes in these. And now I'm in the class with them. Teaching. Hmm. You know, that was like, wow, like mm-hmm. little girl from Montreal, North. <laughs> yeah, I, <did> it. <laughs> I had this moment of like, yes, you know, so. And and it was good. And then I'm like, now I'm tired. Okay?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Pass it on to
3: these
8: kids. You know?
6: <laughs> real, real. Oh, man. Oh, um, <laughs> man. I think similarly I've been put in positions in my very young career of sitting next to some giants of, of this whole thing and it's overwhelming you know I'm sat there like yeah little old me you're thinking little old me I'm thinking little old me <laughs> it's it, it's it's jarring and recently I was in Philly sitting next to Buddha stretch and mm-hmm. I almost shed a teeth just thinking yes. about it right mm-hmm. but then I thought about the the shoulders that I I sit on these women right here, and men, countless other women, like you said, who have been here before us. And it's just beautiful to be able to tell their story in a way, through myself. Um, so yeah, I'd say like, I don't take it for granted, it is, is, it's wild, and yeah. It's it's something else, and to, again, this is this is we all put up wearing the same outfit. Yeah. <laughs> right, take that in. We didn't talk. We didn't talk. We didn't talk to each other. Yeah. there's shoes too. That's how seven. Yeah, yeah. For those on the podcast, honestly, if you could see it, you would understand. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's the synergy, and I'm so happy and blessed to be a part of it.
5: Hey, um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's really amazing to see. A, I can definitely see a shift in the culture of like mm-hmm. including women and mm-hmm. putting us um, in the spotlight a lot more and stuff like that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, you've always been like that though. This is not new. Um, For me, it's like, when I started, I couldn't even find women to learn from. Like, I was learning from only men, which I had no problem with. I was learning from amazing people, but I couldn't find a female that was doing popping. I couldn't, I didn't have anybody to look up to in terms of like, how do they move their body? How do they interpret the dance through their body, through their story, through their experience? So that's something I really had to figure out for myself, Um, and now it's just really trippy to like come to a battle and like half the competitors are girls Mm -hmm. and much of the top 16 are girls, often the winners are girls and like that's just something I never saw happening so so soon in my journey, so it's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also would like to take a minute, as I always do, to shout out a lot of the men that were Mm -hmm. in my life Along the way, when I was coming up, I was surrounded by a lot of really good men Mm. who treated me with respect, they treated me as an equal, Mm. they took me seriously, they told me if I was whack, (laughs) (laughs) and they showed me how to not be whack instead of just kicking me out, you know? So Mm. that is really important to me, and I think, like, that doesn't get said a lot at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, women pull ourselves up all the time, do it all the time, but there's also really good men around us that are supportive and are there to lift us. And so I think that like, also encouraging that in the younger generation of men is just as important as us encouraging Mm -hmm. the newer generation of women.
4: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, Last question. Hey, and if possible, uh, to respect the the rule. So, 50 years of hip-hop, I would like you guys to give me one word. Hmm,
2: jeez.
4: Oh, what it describe? Qu'est-ce que ça veut dire pour vous? 50 ans de hip-hop, je veux savoir c'est quoi que ça veut dire. Hey, dit! Yo, je te regarde, dit! Yo, dit! Yo, pape! Attendez, il va me dire le dictionnaire, là! So, passion! So take your
5: time. Sankofa. She did (laughs) it. Those were good words. Um I'm gonna say legacy yes i
4: would like to add one i would say uh overstand oh, yeah. yeah i would say overstand and on that note uh, this is a a great chance a great chance qu'on en ce moment pouvoir voir un panel avec autant de weight mm-hmm. uh, je suis un jeune qui vient de cette scène de danse et qui est arrivé à 17 ans quand I suis parti de chez moi et qui est tombé hip hop that m'a comme rattrapé et je suis tombé sur des funny enough floor rock yeah. i fell on freezer freezer was one of my first mentors mm. when it comes to dance in general like going to free practices mm. so je veux dire merci comme et ce merci là tu I c'est je pense pas qu'il y a des mots qui peut expliquer pour un jeune comme moi qui a eu the difficultés à avoir confiance in moi and mm-hmm. puis à pouvoir surmonter les, les échelons et puis de pas se laisser prendre par les influences, you know quoi que ils vont toujours être autour de nous. I think this is the like they say, the the angel in a room of devils. It's hard mm-hmm. to be an angel in a room of devils, but it doesn't mean that it's impossible. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, I speak for everybody in our scene. That you guys motivate us and permit us to always see the light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to this systematic and world that we live in. You mm. know, uh, I get a burrito when I boogie down, and that's all because of y'all. You know, so mm. I want to say love, love, love again, and thanks for everything you've been doing mm. through those fifty years of hip hop. Yeah. You too. Amen and thanks to y'all, and we have a last candidate. After a five-minute break, of course, stretch out your legs, I know we've been sitting down, grab some things to eat, there's still some things to eat. Yo, without my brother here, Carl, and we grew up in the same hood, uh, uh, we, funny enough, didn't know we were working in community but we were working in community in <laughs> <Italy>. <laughs> Chacun <Yeah. à> <laughs> But now I'm happy that I'm working uh, as his right hand man, that he's my right hand man, like for real, for real. Uh, and without him, it wouldn't happen. So love to that. Olivier, je suis venu voir moi comme ça quand on est à l'autre, man.
8: Hell,
4: Yo, this brother right there, yeah. when I'm talking about saving, Going in the fire and saving them, you too. Talking about, like, we're having a party tomorrow, like a a, a, a battle under the church. I used to go to the parties under yeah. the church when I was young. Mm. And this brother right here made sure that we get home safely every time, mm. in the fire. Uh, there's, not like mm. there's not a lot of people like this. There's Je sais qu'est-ce qu'on a surmonté. Et puis des personnes comme me, c'est rare. C'est rare. Japs. Et Amen. puis c'est un jam. Que je ce je peux pas te laisser passer. I'm just not when I give y'all five minutes. And we come back for the band that's gonna close it for us. Let's go. Big shout out to DJ Kushma.
2: I'm not be able to